Bible study time. This week, this week we're talking about how to deal with great problems, difficulties, uh, things that are in our way, things that, that are really destroying our lives. How can we get God's answers? And today I want to talk with you about finding God's guidance, how to, how to get led by God in those kind of situations. You see, life is made up of choices and decisions. Some are small and some are large, but from beginning to end, that's what life is. And if we, if we aren't led by God, then we're going to make a lot of wrong decisions, and we're going to make a lot of good decisions that aren't the best decision. And what we need to do is to come to the point where we can figure out what God wants us to do and how he wants us to do it, and then day by day, even on the small decisions, trust him as we pray and ask for guidance for the day and trust him through the day. And as we do that, we won't have to drift from crisis to crisis, from problem to problem. Now, we're always going to have problems. I used to think when I was young, well, you know, I get this problem out of the way, then it's going to be really good. But what I found out was there are three more problems around the corner. So you're not going to ever get to the place there are no problems, there are no difficulties, there are no difficult people to deal with. And God has a plan and a purpose. And we need to come to know how to find that plan and purpose. In John 8, chapter 12, here's what Jesus said. He spoke to the people again. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now, there's a tremendous promise right there in that verse. Jesus said, first, he's the light of the world. And he says, if we follow him, he who is the light of the world will light our way. We don't walk in darkness anymore. We will have him as the light of our life, and he will show us what to do and show us where to go. Jesus commemorated God's past guidance in a special ceremony, the Jews did rather. They were remembering the cloud that God gave them to, to show them the way by day when they were in the desert going to the promised land, and he had a fire by night to guide them that was in the sky. They called it the illumination of the temple, this special commemoration of that, and they would, would build stands like football stands, bleachers, to hold the people, and great crowds would come when they had this ceremony, and when the sun was set and darkness settled in, the people gathered. Then they, they would light the four great candelabras, and the light and the darkness brought cheers and songs of joy from the people. It reminded them that God will light your way, that God, through his word, will be a light unto your path and, and a lamp along the way. Jesus was saying, I'm the light of the world, so trust me and I will show you the way to go. How often in our lives we feel like we're in the dark, but God has always claimed to be the light, even in the Old Testament. Psalm 27, 1, the scripture says, The Lord is my light and my salvation in the words of David. Isaiah 60, 19, The Lord will be your everlasting light, God said to the people. Micah 7, 8, When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Jesus is claiming to be the light of the world, which was that he was the Savior and Lord, the one long prophesied and predicted, and now he had come. So first of all, you have, are you willing to recognize Jesus as your light and Lord and receive him? Because there's only one. There's only one who's really the light of the world. In this same book of John, back in chapter 1, the scripture talks about this, and in chapter 1, uh, Jesus is described by John. Let me read a few of the, of the first verses. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, the Word speaking of here is Jesus, not the written Word, but the living Word. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Several things that Jesus said in that, in that verse is very, is very important for us if we're going to have God's wisdom and God's guidance and God's direction in these difficult days. First, Jesus is the Word who was always with God. Now, a word is something that you use to communicate, to, to describe, to share. And Jesus is God communicating, God sharing with us. He's the creator God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. He's the, he's the one who lights the way. Jesus is light, and he makes things uh, visible so that we can see. When Jesus is received, he lights up our life. There was a song years ago sung by Debbie Boone in which she talked about her, 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 the one she loved, you light up my life. But nobody can really light up our life like Jesus can. And he's the one who really gives light to the, to the things that are in the past and makes sense out of those. And he gives direction for the present and he gives a strength for the future and as our light. And when we receive him, then he begins to show us that light. In, in verse 5, the scripture says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not comprehend it. Uh, the darkness doesn't recognize it, it doesn't understand it, and it can't overcome it. So whatever we face, whatever the problem is, Jesus is bigger, Jesus is stronger, Jesus is greater. And so what we have to be careful about, though, is blindness. There's two ways to miss the light. One is you can be in the dark. The other is you can be blind. Now, darkness the Bible says, could not overpower or overcome the light of Jesus. Have you asked Jesus into your darkness, the darkness of that problem, the darkness of that heartache, the darkness of your sins? Ask him to come in and bring light. It's like you walk into a dark room with a giant flashlight, and it, you begin to shine it, and it paves the way. Jesus comes into our lives like that. He comes into our problems like that. He opens up the doors of life and shows us what's going on and shows us who we are and shows us what's happening. Are you allowing Jesus to be the light who guides you? He wants to guide us. He does not want us to walk in darkness. Jesus wants to be the light to dispel the darkness in your minds. The Bible says that our minds are often darkened, that the evil one blinds our minds. You know, it's funny. You never think of blinding your mind. You think of blinding your eyes. But the Bible talks much about the blindness that comes to our minds because it's in our minds that we make our decisions. And Jesus is the light to illumine our minds and to bring truth to our minds so we can understand what God's truth is like. You may think, does God really care? Why would he guide me in this way? I have abilities to make decisions. Certainly you do. And God will use that ability. You have wise truth in your life, and God will use that. But God also wants to give you more than he wants to illumine our minds. And the Bible says if we lack wisdom, ask of God, and the God who gives liberally will give that wisdom to you. You see, wisdom is the ability to see life, circumstances, situations, people as God sees. Now, that's what real wisdom is. Wisdom is not having a head packed full of knowledge that may not be very valuable or useful. 
It's an ability to discern. It's ability to see the truth. It's ability to see what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad. The ability to see people as they really are. And Jesus wants us to have that. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow. I hope you'll be with me. Have a great day. 